Sabes que? Did you know? Sabes que? Sabes que? Did you know? Did you know? Sabes que? Did you know? Sabes que? Did you know? Did you know? Sabes que? Welcome to Sabes Que Did You Know, a Reynolds School District bilingual podcast. Bienvenidos a Sabes Que Did You Know, un podcast bilingüe de Reynolds School District. My name is Steve Padilla. I'm the Assistant Director of Public Relations and Partnerships for the District. Me llamo Ismael González y yo trabajo con el, el programa de lenguaje. And as you know, at the beginning of Sabes Que Did You Know, we have a fact about Reynolds School District. And for this podcast, the fact is we have over 2,600 students at Reynolds High School alone. Y uh, siempre cuando empezamos un podcast hablamos sobre el fact del día y de si sabías tú de hoy que el Reynolds School District tiene más de 2,600 estudiantes aquí en la escuela. That's a lot of young people in one place. It's a big school. It's one of the biggest high schools in Oregon. Es muchos jóvenes aquí en la escuela y es una de las preparatorias más grandes en el estado de Oregon. I think my graduating class was like 300 in Longview. What about you, Ismael? Uh, creo que su clase de sus, sus estudiantes se graduaron no, no, no mucho más que estos. Mío era pequeño. Mine yeah. was smaller. Yeah, so this is, this is a pretty large high school. Um, and so that brings us to uh, today's guests. We have um, Deputy Thompson and we have Deputy Fleener with us today. Tenemos aquí al este, um, Deputy uh, este Thompson y Deputy Fleener. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. To be here. Bienvenidos a estar aquí. All right. So um, first question is how long... Have you both been in law enforcement? La primera pregunta de usted para ustedes dos es ¿Qué tanto tiempo están ustedes aquí en la fuerza de la policías? Uh, I think actually this month will be like 14 years for me. 14 years for Deputy Fleener. That's a long time. 14 años para el Deputy Fleener. Eso es un largo tiempo ya. <laughs> and uh, I've been in uh, law enforcement for 15 years this, this year. Y el señor Thompson tiene 15 años ya. What... Um, what what led you into being in law enforcement? You you guys you guys have both been in it for several years. Um, it's obviously something that uh, you enjoy doing, that you have a passion for doing, uh, because you've sustained it for so long. What what drove you to um, saying, you know what, this is this is what I want to do. This is going to be my career. Se mira que tiene mucho tiempo aquí siendo policías. Entonces, ¿qué es lo que los maneja? Que decir, eso es algo que yo quiero estar siempre. ¿Qué los mantiene aquí a ustedes? Well, uh, for me, uh, I hadn't considered being in law enforcement until I was uh, in my late 20s. Um, I'd been in the military for quite some time. I uh, went on a deployment to Iraq um, and uh, the civil military uh, security uh, detail that I was part of um, had a lot to do with uh, like policing and I worked a lot with our, our locals over there, uh, interpreters, um, and it, it was just, I liked it a lot. And I also worked with a lot of other military uh, officers and uh, enlisted people who were law enforcement back home. And when I returned, I started applying and uh, I had, funny thing is, is I had envisioned uh, driving around in a patrol car and going out and, you know, meeting people, that community policing aspect and uh, school resource officer was, was on my top priority to get involved in. And, uh, and you know, shortly after I became in, came in law enforcement, I applied for it and I'd been, I've been doing this for uh, since 2009 at 
Reynolds High School, Reynolds School District. Wow. So, él empezó, él en realidad no estaba muy enfocado en este, de ser policía hasta los 20, cuando tenía como sus 20 años. Y fue, él estuvo en, la, en eso del militar y estuvo en Irak y estuvo mucho tiempo trabajando con este intérpretes y con otras este, comunidad. Y cuando regresó para acá, empezó a aplicar para irse a, la, a trabajar en una escuela de, de policías. Y luego también se metió en el programa de ser este, un policía en trabajar en la escuela. Deputy Fleener, what about you? Um, I started late. I didn't become a police officer until I was 38. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, so I started late. Um, I, I was looking for a job that would actually take me out and do different things all the time. So I don't really like to be in an office, doing office work and being stuck in one spot all the time. So uh, a police officer really interested me is actually there's something going on different every day. Um, our job is basically we wake up and we're like, I have no idea what's going to happen today. You know, and, and some guys are afraid of that. Some guys are like, that's cool because I don't know what's going to go on today. So it could be 10 hours of nothing or it could be the craziest stuff we've ever seen in our lives. So it kind of, that's what kind of drew me to it. Nice. So a él le gusta trabajar más en este, estar afuera. No le gusta estar sentado en una oficina. Entonces siempre mira cuando empieza su día, ¿sabes? se pone a pensar, dice, ¿qué me va a tener? Voy a, voy a pasar hoy. So siempre está en la espera de mirar qué es lo que va a pasar hoy. Quizás a otros les gusta este, trabajar en una oficina, pero a él no. Él quiere estar trabajando afuera, siempre algo nuevo. You know what, it's, it's interesting because I, I would have figured uh, this would have been something that, you know, <clears throat> you dreamed of and that, you know, I mean, but you both started later uh, in life. And so that that's an interesting um, thought about, you know, how you became, uh, how you got into law enforcement. And so I guess, because one of my questions was going to be, and it, and it still will be, is if you're walking around campus and, um, you know, a student walks up to you and is like, you know, hey, you know, how did you get involved in this and, and, and what can I do? to um, to become an officer um, what advice would you give them uh, to move in that direction vamos a decir una pregunta que yo tenía quería decirles a ustedes es si un estudiante de aquí de la escuela viene con ustedes y le pregunta oye cómo me puedo involucrar ser policía qué consejos le darían ustedes a esa persona um, I think you know wasn't like I never thought about being a police officer. Actually, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, I, I, I grew up with chips <laughs> and those TV shows and I always thought it was cool. Um, but, you know, in my 20s, I always thought, you know, that'd be kind of cool to do, but I don't think I could do that job. You know, that would be tough, you know, things like that. Until you get to the point of you're like, no, I can do that job, you know? And then I had people come up to me and say, oh, you'd be a good police officer, you should try it. And so, you know, you just start taking the tests and things like that but um I, i come to find out when kids ask me you know what do i need to do to be a police officer i tell them they need to get a job where they work with the public you know go get a retail job <laughs> you know we have to work with all different kinds of people because that's what we do all day literally our job is talking to people that's all we do you know talk to people and you have to talk to all different kinds of people so learn how to talk to people learn how to communicate uh learn how to read and write because everything we talk to people about we have to put down on paper and write about it so somebody else can read about it things like that so uh the communication part and actually how to you know communicate with all different kinds of people is probably top priority for being a police officer so el consejo que él daría es que um es 
es importante de estar involucrado en la comunidad, estar afuera en la comunidad, le dice a los jóvenes, agarra un trabajo donde estás uh, comunicando con la comunidad, porque tienes que, nuestro trabajo es hablar con las personas y estar escribiendo, también saber escribir y leer, porque alguien más va a estar leyendo lo que nosotros escribimos, entonces él lo que está diciendo es, es nomás estar involucrado en la comunidad. Deputy Thompson, anything else? Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, my my life experience was kind of strange. I, I first started off, uh, I was going to be a dentist, actually. Oh, wow. Um, and then I worked in uh, the collection department for a, a, a bank uh, before I came into law enforcement. I also, you know, I had, I went to college. I had, I had a little bit of experience, but I had a pretty diverse background uh, growing up with, uh, you know, issues with family and then the military, then, then a lot of different stuff, college in there. And I think, uh, you know, in, in the, in the end of that, it helped me, uh, to develop, you know, like we're, like Eric was talking about that, 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 that diverse kind of dealing with a lot of people, communication skills. Uh, so, you know, when kids come and try to talk to me about what to do, I always tell them, do what you want to do. You know, um, it's good to go to college, um, especially taking advantage if there's a, you know, Oregon promise right now. Um, you know, you, if you do, you know, w well in high school, you know, that stuff's in, in a lot of respect, it's paid for, for at least your first couple of years. Um, it, you know, you can't become, get into law enforcement until you're 21. Um, normal unless you do, you know, like cadet programs or reserve pro type programs. And even some of those you have to wait. So, so you have some time then to, like you both just said, just figure it out and retail or doing something out it, it public facing and then, you know, and then take the next step into, into looking at that. So lo que le estaba hablando era que quería ser un dentista. Eh, fue chistoso como se puso y después em, él empezó a hacer, fue al colegio, tuvo algunas cosas, problemas familiares, pero después se metió en el ser policía. Pero la mayoría de, lo, de consejos que le da a los jóvenes es de que si quieren ser algo, se estudia, ve al colegio. Hay muchas cosas So before we go further, what I want to emphasize is the fact that we've had, we had a, a, a break in services um, for a variety of reasons, uh, uh, technical reasons and in, in, in getting the contracts, things like that. But we, we had to do um, a survey and, and actually we did two surveys uh, in our community uh, with our parents, with our students, uh, with our teachers, with our staff about whether or not we wanted to continue with the SRO program. It's now SRD, but you know, people generally know it as, as SRO, school resource officers. And so we did those, uh, we did that, and then we gave the presentation to our, uh, to our board. Um, and they, uh, they looked at the, the data and they decided to move forward with securing Uh, SRDs at our schools. Entonces, por una razón, este, paramos de tener el servicio donde teníamos los policías en la escuela y después hubo, uh, hicimos una encuesta a la comunidad preguntándole este, qué era la decisión que ellos querían que tomáramos. Este, hicimos la encuesta para los estudiantes, padres, la comunidad, todos. Y después, después que nos dieron la información, este, lo compartimos con la mesa directiva y la mesa directiva este, decidieron moverse adelante para tomar traer otra vez a los policías en las escuelas. With that said, there are still, you know, going to be people uh, that push back and um, and and that's just that's just going to be a given in anything, you know, that that we do in this manner. But I want to talk about um, a couple of incidents uh, that happened. And one incident that happened was a shooting at uh, the park right behind the high school. And 
the response time uh, when I found this out, the response time was uh, was pretty incredible. So there was there was an incident around lunchtime where there were some shots fired. Um, how long did it take you uh, to be on scene um, after you realized that shots were fired? So, van a ver siempre personas que quizás este siempre estén empujando y quizás no estén muy de acuerdo, pero eso es parte del trabajo que tenemos. Um, una pregunta quiero hacerle a ustedes es sobre el, el incidente que hubo recientemente sobre uh, disparos que hubo aquí en la escuela. ¿Cuál fue su tiempo de respuesta de ustedes hacia esa situación? Uh, I think it, I think we were uh, on scene probably in under a minute. Um, you know, in the area, we were already there. We were already at the school, you know, a few hundred feet away from where it happened. Uh, interestingly enough, we, uh, we heard about it before it was even dispatched over county dispatch. So um, it depends on what time frame you're talking about. But we were, we were immediately there. Um, and so, eh, ellos estaban, el, el policía está contestando que era casi bajo en un minuto nosotros estábamos casi ya ahí porque aún cuando antes de que lo hubieran anunciado en el radio nosotros ya lo sabíamos ya lo habíamos escuchado y fuimos inmediatamente dependiendo a qué horario te refieres porque nosotros ya estábamos allí en la escena de, de la situación de que estaba pasando you know, and, and I, I want to emphasize that part of that is just because we're here. The other part of that is because of the relationships relationships we have built within the high school with uh, student and staff um, that we're able to, you know, find out about that stuff sometimes before it even happens. More, normally, we're finding out about stuff before it gets dispatched or before it gets, uh, you know, other people. And that's what we want, right? Yeah, I would, I would say so. I mean, obviously, we, we can't know everything. If people don't say something, then we don't know about it but um you know big big uh big things like that uh, normally we hear about it we know about it before it go, gets even dispatched normalmente este porque tenemos una relación con la escuela y, la, y los estudiantes normalmente nosotros cuando pasan situaciones así sabemos antes de que ocurra ese tipo de cosas y eso es lo que queremos que saber si algo va a pasar así saber nosotros que va a pasar algo así para poder proteger eso we had a local media crew come out and talk about the reinstatement of the SRDs in the high school. Now, Deputy Fleener, you had an interesting way of discussing the pecking order of your job duties. Can you talk a little bit more about what you both see as, you know, your priority job duties when coming and walking on campus at Reynolds High and any other school throughout the district? Recientemente hubo una, un anuncio, una de noticias, vinieron y hicieron entrevistas de esto, pero usted, Officer Fleener, usted había dicho sobre su trabajo cuando viene aquí en la escuela, lo dijo interesantemente, entonces me llamó la atención. Si puede compartir un poquito cuando, antes de que entre a la escuela, ¿cómo, ¿qué es su trabajo que usted hace aquí? Um, yeah, I always thought of, you know, our job, we come in as law enforcement. I mean, people look at us like, you know, in law enforcement, you're here to do law enforcement things and take care of the crimes, basically. Um, in our mindset, um, we're both fathers. We have teenage kids, you know, uh, before I became a police officer, I worked with kids. So we're actually here because we like kids. Um, we like working with them. So as, you know, fathers and like working with kids, we come in with the mindset of, um, we like to be more mentors and father figures and counselors. Um, a lot of our times we're just sitting in our office talking with kids. We get to know them. We get to know their, their backgrounds. Um, 
you know, I was at Reynolds Middle School before the pandemic hit, and I, that was my fifth year. And, you know, <clears throat> when people say, you know, you know, you're a cop in the school and all you want to do is just find kids to bust and things like that, looking for drugs, looking for weapons, picking kids out, things like that. It's like, that's the last thing we want to do. Um, you know, things that I do is I, I bought kids shoes because they have no shoes. I bought them a, a meal because they don't have a meal. You know, I sat and talked with them because they have serious home life problems and they just need somebody to talk to. That's a lot of the stuff we do right there. So normalmente, este, antes de ser policías, um, también mucha gente piensa que nomás estamos en la escuela y somos policías, pero también somos padres. Tenemos hijos ya jóvenes y nosotros nos interesa a los jóvenes, por eso tenemos una relación con ellos. Yo antes de que vine aquí en la high school, estaba en una escuela que se llama Reynolds Middle School y yo ayudaba ahí. Este, mucha gente pensaría, ah, estás ahí nomás para agarrar a los niños que estén usando droga o X cosa, pero en realidad no es... Eh, lo que yo hacía más es comprarle zapatos a los niños que no tenían zapatos les compraba su almuerzo si no tenían, o sea, les, muchas veces los niños necesitan ayuda, necesitan alguien que, a quien escuchar, a veces tienen problemas en la casa y solamente sentarme con ellos y eh, escucharlos con, con las situaciones que ellos están pasando We have over 2600 students uh, at the high school in all of your years of being an SRO uh, or an SRD uh, how many students have you uh, taken from school to prison? So, una de las preguntas de todo el tiempo que he estado aquí, ¿cuántos estudiantes ha tenido usted que llevar a la prisión? Let's see, in five years of me being at Reynolds Middle School, I arrested uh, one kid, I believe, who was not a student. Um, he just came onto our campus and decided to attack somebody on our campus. Um, and since we've been here, I've not arrested anybody. <laughs> So, él, él está diciendo que cinco años tiene en el pasado que arrestó a una persona solamente, pero no era estudiante, sino una persona que vino a atacar uno de los estudiantes, un, uh, uno de los estudiantes en la escuela. Deputy Thompson, in your career uh, being an SRO and an SRD uh, at Reynolds School District, approximately how many young people? Y usted, señor Thompson, uh, aproximadamente que ha estado aquí en la escuela de Reynolds, ¿cuántas personas o estudiantes, perdón, ha usted arrestado? Uh, you know, it's a difficult question. I don't keep uh, track of how many kids that get arrested or, uh, you know, but I, I know there's been a few. Um, but we, you know, we, we make arrests. We, we take them to uh, the juvenile department and they figure out what to do at that point. So uh, we actually try our hardest to not have people on paper, especially for like the little things. Um, uh you know, so I, I don't, I couldn't really give you a number. I know it's not very many. Sí, es un poco interesante la pregunta porque es un poco difícil darte un número. Sí he tenido estudiantes que los he llevado al detención de juveniles y tratamos de no tenerlos en el papel que haga, rellenen todos esos papeles. O sea, no tratamos de estar teniendo, metiendo los niños en ese lugar. And the reason why I bring that up and I ask that question is because <clears throat> there's a sentiment out there that there is a uh, school to prison pipeline with SRO. So, la razón que traigo esa pregunta es porque hay comentarios allí que dicen que los policías que están aquí nomás quieren meter a los niños en una cárcel. If that is the case, then you two aren't doing a very good job. 
y si ese es el caso entonces ustedes no estarán haciendo un buen trabajo because I don't see where that flow is happening am, am I missing something or is that not the case that it's a, a school to prison uh, pipeline when we bring SROs in so o ese es el caso o, o estoy este, perdido en algo porque o están haciendo que se están teniendo esta escuela como que es una cárcel in, in my opinion I think it's the opposite when you bring uh, SROs or SRDs in uh, we when you when you don't have uh, our unit in a school like this you don't have you have a Uh, a normal patrol deputy that's going to show up when something happens and their you know their job is to not necessarily build relationships in the school they don't have the time to do that with 2600 students and however many hundreds of adults in the building uh, we're here to try to help figure things out there's a lot of times we we uh we talk people out of pursuing charges parents are like i want to pursue charges on on these guys for x y and z and we're like well let's let's talk about this and let's try to figure this out because that's not not that's not always the best thing when you're dealing with teenagers and something happens and uh, you know sometimes it's necessary but most of the time in my opinion it's not so la opinión la opinión de él es dice eh, yo no creo que eso sea el caso uh, normalmente estamos aquí eh, si ellos van a traer a alguien más como un este un policía de la comunidad va a venir pero no tiene la relación con los padres con los padres y los estudiantes y los el personal eh, en situaciones he tenido donde yo he hablado con los padres y muchas veces dicen quiero pues, eh, poner cargos a esta persona y a veces yo le trato de decir eh, quizás no sería una buena idea y explicamos un poquito por qué jóvenes como son jóvenes es un poco difícil con ellos pero este a veces a los padres nos escuchan en ese aspecto so that that um I, I like I like that viewpoint and, and thank you for bringing that up because uh, that does seem like it would be true if, if somebody if a police officer were to come from you know the city or, or the surroundings you know they're not there you know to make friends they're there because they got called and they know an issue happened and they're gonna you know settle it probably differently than what would happen uh, with you two being on campus. Sí, si, estoy de acuerdo contigo en ese aspecto donde si un policía viene de afuera y luego él este va pasa una situación él va a tratar la situación diferente que ustedes que están en la escuela. So another uh, another topic that I read was that um, minority students, specifically black and brown students, uh, when SROs or SRDs are on campus, that more of those students end up getting busted and getting in trouble, uh, and they therefore they don't like having SROs or SRDs on campus. Otro, otro, otra cosa que he escuchado aquí en, en la escuela es que los afroamericanos y este, los este, estudiantes de color este, morenos, piel morena, siempre has escuchado que dicen ah, ellos son los que se meten más en problemas por eso no quieren tenerlos en las escuelas a los policías so it sounds like that may be uh, uh, not true as well from what you've talked about with you know the amount of arrests that that you've done quizás ustedes eso quizás no es cierto con tanto lo que arrestos que han hecho ustedes Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we've been listening to this type of stuff for the last few years, you know, and uh, when we kind of left being SROs and then, you know, waiting to come back, we've we've heard the same stuff uh, with all the 
surveys and things like that. And, you know, I, I read the surveys and looked at the surveys and the questions and things like the prison to the school to prison pipeline. I'm like, I've never seen any, you know, numbers on that. Show me some numbers. Give me some numbers. You know, people have all this, all these facts, but I'm like, well, show me some numbers. Do you have any numbers that actually show this? And they can't, you know, bring any out basically. So, um, actually, you know, saying that we target, you know, minorities actually is to me very offensive. You know, yes, we're white, we're guys, we're middle class, you know, but, um, saying that, you know, we target these, these students is actually very offensive to me. Um, and actually I, I'm kind of hurt when I hear that, you know, cause I, we don't do that, you know, saying we don't do that. You know, there's how many hundreds of thousands of police officers in the United States. Yeah, I'm sure there are, you know, but we don't do that. We're here for a reason. We like kids. We like all the kids, you know, whether I don't care what color you are or race you are or sexuality you are, it doesn't matter, you know, but, um, so that is kind of offensive to me. Él está hablando de que ya le estaba mencionando que um, cuando, muchas veces cuando empiezan a decir a ustedes se enfocan en nomás en estudiantes de color, eh, lo mira un poco ofensivo hacia él porque um, dice, ah, sí hay muchos policías y quizás sí haya que policías que se enfoquen en una cierta raza, pero al menos yo y, y el, mi compañero aquí no estamos haciendo eso. Estamos aquí porque nos importan los niños. Deputy Thompson, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I come to work every day trying to uh, bring the most positive attitude that I can and to treat everyone fairly. I, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or the color of your skin. And, you know, like uh, Deputy Fleener said, it's it, 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 it does, you know, there's stuff that hurts your feelings and there's certain things that, you know, it, it's it's more difficult to overcome. And when people throw stuff out like that, it's, it's, it's difficult because that's not me and I know it's not him. Uh, that's not who we are. So, él también mencionó que um, quizás hay muchas cosas que pueden lastimar tus sentimientos. Es, es una de ellos, donde ellos, él viene todos los días a trabajar, no importa la raza, color o de orientación o de dónde vengas. Él, entonces, eh, cuando alguien menciona ese tipo de cosas, ellos también tienen sentimientos y se sienten mal cuando empiezan a ponerlos en ese aspecto. And uh, if I could add to that, you know, uh, on that same uh, line of thought, you know, we, we do. We, we're in the school and, and we do interact with a lot of kids. Most of the time it's pretty positive. But there are those uh, students who uh, say things, uh, you know, maybe they see us as, as a, in a uniform and they don't see us as a person. And they say mean things. They say they call us names. Uh, you know, we're standing there keeping them safe, trying to try doing our best to protect them and to respond if anything happens. And, and we, we, we get called names all the time. Uh, and it's just, you, you got to just shake your head. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that, that they would even do that. Because we, we talk about bullying campaigns and stuff like that. Well, that, that, that extends to everyone, including ourselves. Y sí, dice él, cuando está parado uh, cuidando a todos los estudiantes, uh, hay estudiantes buenas uh, que se portan bien, pero también hay otros estudiantes que también les dicen de cosas a ellos y ellos nomás mueven la cabeza. O sea, también eh, hemos tenido campañas de este, anti-bullying o de no estar haciendo acoso en la escuela, pero eso también aplica a todos y a ellos también sienten que eso les pasa a ellos donde les están diciendo de cosas. 
So that, uh, you know, that's an interesting point that you bring up and, you know, something, you know, did happen with some students uh, not too long ago. And I was at a, a school board meeting and there were a group of students that were, you know, demanding that Reynolds School District, you know, remove the SROs from the schools immediately. Sí, estaba yo en una, una junta donde estaba escuchando de eso, donde uno de los grupos estudiantes estaban diciendo, remuevan a los este, personal de las policías en la escuela del distrito de Reynolds. Now I'm going to be biased and, and, and say that I hope that that doesn't happen. Um, but with that said, you know, how does that feel coming to work, knowing that there's a group of people that you're here to protect that don't want you here. Ahora, yo puedo, puedo sonar un poco bias de eso y quizás y no quiero que eso pase, pero ¿cómo se sienten ustedes al venir al trabajar cuando hay un grupo de estudiantes que no quieren que estén aquí ustedes para que los protejan? Um, I believe that you know, if, if somebody has an issue with us, whether it's, you know, whatever incident happened or they have this stigma, like, I don't like cops to begin with, you know, um, we are very open. It's like, well, just come and talk to us. Just come and ask us some questions, you know? So incidents happened and then, you know, you have some kids coming up just like, just kind of yelling at you and then they don't want to listen to you and they just walk away and then you have other kids come up to you like so what happened and you're like well this is what happened and the kids are like oh okay you know i understand now it's like just come and talk to us you know um whether it's an incident or whether it's some kids have a stigma about cops you know i've had i've had kids tell me in the past and like i don't like cops except for you i kind of like you because you're kind of cool type thing um or something happened to a family member you know whether it's law enforcement wise this is what happened my mom and dad blah, blah blah and they come and talk to me i'm like well i don't know what happened exactly but let's chat about it a little bit and or they get to know me a little bit then like that stigma kind of goes away because they have to know that we're not all the same 100% I think so so lo que él estaba mencionando es que él, eh, si hay alguien estudiantes que no no están contentos con él o tienen un problema con los policías él está abierto de hablar dice eh, si quieren escuchar vengan a hablar conmigo eh, hubo tenía situaciones donde hay estudiantes donde ellos decían que ah, no les no no quieren a los policías porque hicieron algo con sus papás entonces él dijo bueno yo no conozco lo que pasó con tus papás ni el caso pero yo no soy ese policía yo soy diferente y ven a hablar y a veces hablan y ya después dice, oh, si me caes bien. You know, it, it's, it's interesting that you say that because uh, this morning uh, the recording of this podcast was held up for several minutes and I'm like, hey, what's going on here? And Deputy Thompson wasn't here. And I'm like, where's he at? What's going on, Matt? Come on, we said certain time. Um, and then he came in and he, and he uh, told a story and, and what was that story that, that you talked to us about uh, as a reason why, you know, we started a little late this morning. Entonces, este, esta mañana, es estábamos aquí vinimos a una específica hora para hacer esta, el podcast pero el señor Thompson no estaba aquí entonces yo dije ¿qué pasa? ¿por qué no está aquí? tenemos el podcast entonces él viene y nos dice lo que pasó y ahorita nos va a dejar saber Yeah, when I uh, came into the office, uh, to the school this morning, there was a young man who, who looked kind of familiar. I think he was in his, you know, early 20s now, but uh, he asked if I remembered him. And, and I said, well, you look familiar, but like, I, I don't really remember you. And he's like, yeah, back in sixth grade, you know, you talked to me because I brought a knife to school and I'm doing good now. I'm in a, you know, electrician apprenticeship. And, and uh, you know, I remember some of the things you said, even when he was a sixth grader, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't get... Uh, 
uh, in trouble for that. We talk about the, you know, the the pipeline, right? The prison, the school pipeline. Um, you know, nothing happened. It was just an instance that occurred. He brought a knife to school. Principal called me. I went and talked to him, and he still remembers that, and that maybe changed the course of what he was doing a little bit. So. Entonces, un, este, la razón que llegué tarde es porque este, este, cuando llegué a la oficina estaba un joven, más o menos de 20 años para arriba, y el joven me dice, hey, ¿te, te acuerdas de mí? Y él, yo dije, no, no me acuerdo mucho de ti. Y dice, sí, en el sexto grado tú este, eh, me encontraste con una navaja en la escuela, dice, y me hablaste y todavía me acuerdo de eso. Entonces, es lo que está hablando el policía, que a veces este, hay memorias que los niños se quedan cuando uno se le habla de ellos acerca de situaciones así. Y no era algo grande, sino solamente hablar con un estudiante y ya nomás un incidente y ahora es una, está trabajando para ser electricista. Y entonces es algo positivo hacia su vida de ese estudiante. To me quite regularly um you know having been in the school for so many years i'll go out in the community even on my off time i'll be with my family and i'll see people that i've dealt with uh whether it was good or bad or indifferent like at a restaurant and i end up talking with them and those interactions i cherish uh they're wonderful you know we're, we're part of this community just like everyone else is and uh everyone You know, has to do great things to make it work well. Y también dice que eso le ha pasado siempre también en cuando está con su familia en el tiempo libre de no ser policía se encuentra con personas que, que ha ayudado a cambiarle sus vidas entonces es algo que le aprecia mucho eso. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, seeing kids that have grown up, you know, run into those kids, but also when school's not in session, maybe summertime, and we're on patrol, uh, and something comes out and a juvenile's involved, we might show up and they automatically recognize us from the school and it kind of, you know, smooths things out. You know, maybe they're <laughs> giving the other officers a hard time, you know, and I'm like, all right, wait a second, I know this kid, I know his situation, I know what's going on, so let me take him and deal with him and it, it works out a whole lot better because um, of the relationship we have and then they automatically see us and feel better. Otra situación es también donde están en, en el descanso aquí en el verano y nosotros estamos trabajando normalmente afuera y a veces podemos este, encontrar donde un, un, un joven está dándole un tiempo difícil a un policía pero yo llego y digo ah y él me reconoce y yo lo reconozco y digo ah yo puedo ayudarle por la razón que que puedo ayudarle es por la relación que tengo que yo lo conozco desde la escuela yo puedo hacer que se calme un poco más interesting how, how sometimes it has to be either uh, after the fact uh, short term or after the fact long term that people can take a, a, a more clear look and be like hey that was, a, that was a cool thing that you did thanks a lot Sí, puede ser algo corto o un plazo largo, pero la gente puede recordar decir, ah, eso fue muy bueno que hiciste por mí. What are a few of your goals for uh, being here for the rest of the school year? So, dice que apenas tienen como tres semanas. Mi pregunta es, ¿cuáles son sus metas de ustedes para todo el resto del año aquí? Well, uh, one, of, uh, one of our big goals is to, to keep kids in the school who are supposed to be in the school. Uh, Reynolds has a, a partial off-campus policy. If you're a junior and you have 13 credits, you can apply for an off-campus pass that allows you to then go out and get food at the stores around here. We have a lot of students, freshmen, sophomores, and even juniors who don't 
have enough credits that will be out in the community. Uh, you know, when you're when you're that young, you're you know normally you're out there and you could be up to no good sometimes. And uh, we're trying to keep those kids on campus so that we can keep them safe. Uh, uh, when we had the uh, shooting that happened over by the park, um, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, there was a lot of kids where they weren't supposed to be, and it's it's hard to keep keep people safe when they're not in the right place. So es una de las policías que tiene aquí Reynolds es de que si un estudiante tiene más o menos 13 créditos y ya está en el 12 o 11 grado ellos pueden salir afuera a comer entonces y todos tratamos de tener a todos los estudiantes que tienen no tienen esas, esas calificaciones que estén en la escuela como el incidente que pasó en la, de disparo había muchos niños que no deberían estar afuera estaban afuera entonces esos son los estudiantes que queremos tenerlos adentro en la escuela uh, me going out to other schools so we're able to go out to you know Reynolds Middle School and some of the elementary schools and just kind of pop in and show our faces and um, getting those kids used to us also so and just build relationships and like I said you know any kid that has any questions just come and talk to us you know just I mean we're all standing around at the lunchtime just come up and just chat with us you know and if you got a question ask us a question we'll answer the best we can están tratando de reconstruir la relación aquí están ido a la escuela de Reynolds Middle School a las primarias pero cualquier estudiante que tenga cualquier pregunta o algo pueden venir a preguntarnos hablarnos háblenos estamos aquí para escucharlos so uh, bringing that up uh, I, I want to ask you if if a student or or a, a teacher um, or even a parent um, has questions about what you're doing and why you're here and, and and you know what your intentions are what would be the best way for them um, to get a hold of you to be able to talk to them about you know why you're here and, and what you're doing uh, within our district si tienen si tenemos padres que quieren hablar con usted y saber, o sea, preguntar qué están haciendo aquí ustedes, este, qué están haciendo en el distrito, cómo se puede mejor contactar con ustedes para hablar con ustedes de eso. Uh, they can either uh, email us or even call us. Sorry, we have a, a phone at the school. At the school's phone number is 503-667-3186. My extension is 1080 and Deputy Fleener's extension is 1069. So, pueden mandarnos por correo electrónico o también nos pueden llamar. Él acaba de compartir su extensión y su número de teléfono. I appreciate both of your time uh, this morning and I appreciate uh, what you're doing uh, for the young people uh, and with the young people uh, in Reynolds School District. So thank you for your time this morning and thank you for your time uh, throughout the school year. Gracias por su tiempo esta mañana y por lo que hacen por esos jóvenes y por el resto del año escolar. Anything, uh, any final words uh, you want to say? Algo, palabras finales que quieran decir? No, it's our pleasure to be here. We volunteered to be here uh, because we want to be here. Es un placer. Estamos siendo voluntarios estar aquí porque queremos estar aquí. If you have any questions about this podcast, you can contact us at communications at rsd7.net. That's communications at rsd7.net. Si tiene preguntas uh, de este podcast, usted puede comunicarse a comunicaciones arroba ARDS 7.net. ¿Sabes qué? Did you know? ¿Sabes qué? Did you know? 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 Did you know?